Hello again and welcome to the Northern Monkeys podcast. Um, today we are mostly together. It makes a change. Social distance, obviously. Can you just confirm what you mean by mostly together? Well, there's one person that's in a remote location. Okay, so we're not breaking up. Is that, that's not what you mean now? Well, we'll see how the episode goes. Five episodes in, I think, is a good time to review what's gone well and what's gone bad. Okay. Yeah? No offence, no offence, Ben. A remote location? He's not in Africa. It, it could be anywhere, we don't know. We can see his face, that's all we can see. It could be anywhere. Like, screen behind him could be on green screens. To be fair, there was a North Korean military <laughs> uniform in the background for a second there. We can't possibly suggest that that's where he is, though. No, he could, he could, he could neither confirm nor deny, I imagine. What do you reckon at all? Uh, just get on with it, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> is that a gun muzzle that's just come into picture? <laughs> Right, so yeah, as, as you may hear, we've got Nuttall Wayne Oden with us, as always, uh, so we're going to get on with it. Uh, we're going to start this week with Wayne's Word, we're going to start with Wayne's Word, which is obviously very exciting news for everybody involved, so Wayne, yeah, start I, us the uh, show. Thank you for that, I don't have the Mr Whippy theme tune this week, uh, <laughs> we are still working on that, I am negotiating with Whippy, and uh, eventually we will get it. Um, yeah, so, Wayne's Word this week is probably the... Big topic from today, since it's Monday and we're recording, um, and that is Man City beating financial fair play, um, which is even bigger than anything that's gone on this weekend, to be mm. brutally honest, because uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> Odin, there'll be plenty of time in this show to talk about Leeds, alright, <laughs> please put your penis away. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so the big news coming today, uh, Man City beating uh, profit and uh, sustainability uh, over... The complaints seem to be more about their clear, how clear they've been about this um, and how honest they've been with UEFA mm. regarding the funds um, rather than actually breaking profit and sustainability, which they clearly have. <laughs> Anyone who yeah. thinks they haven't has really not been paying attention for the last eight years. Eight years? Twelve years now, hasn't it? Well, since they, since they got money? Yeah. I don't know. Well, when were Rubinho decent? Never, I don't think. <laughs> Whenever Rubinho were decent, that's when they got money. Yeah. Um, the issue is, and this is something I've always talked about between us before, is that uh, financial fair play or profit and sustainability just isn't worth the paper that it's written on. And there's so many ways to get around this, and if you've got good enough and expensive enough lawyers, you will always beat it anywhere. Um, they've been downgraded from the two-year Champions League round, which would have cost them somewhere around 100 and 40 million probably yeah. about, I think it's about, 100, about 70 million plus extras for getting you know as far as you can at competition um, and it's been replaced with a 10 million euro fine which seems <laughs> extremely fair to me yeah so what's the point of having it if you're not going to enforce it what is the point of having it anymore um, there's no what, where's your incentive no. you've saved mm. you know you've saved 130 million by fighting that case take maybe 10 million away as a high-end estimate for the price of the lawyers. There's no benefit to keeping something that's not worth the paper it's written on. You can always get around profit and sustainability through sponsorship, through, we talked about naming stands. You can name anything. You could sponsor a car park at a ground if mm. you wanted to and pay 5 million a season to sponsor that. So what's the point of even having it anymore if you're not going to enforce the rules? All it, all it does is focuses on teams that can't afford to pay for those high-priced listers to fight the corner and punishes really small teams like Derby and Birmingham. 
Yeah. And then yeah. big teams like, you know, Man City and Wednesday get away with it. It's not nothing's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that remains to be seen. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, the argument is, the problem is I don't think it was fit for purpose in the first place. I'm not convinced they wanted to actually put something in place. I feel like, I feel like they're forced into it. The rules are clearly not enforceable. And they tried to enforce something that's not enforceable and then Cass have gone, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Because it's just not right. If you ever wanted to be serious, they would have worked with people like Cass and said, right, how can we put these rules regulations in place? So if somebody does appeal, they're not going to win. I think everybody knew City were going to win, wouldn't they? It's not, it wasn't a question of when it was, if it was when they were going to overturn it. I'm not surprised. Um, it, would be, it, it is definitely actually the biggest result of the weekend for. It's off the pitch because it affects so many things. Um, Odie, surprised, not surprised? I'm uh, not surprised, no. I mean, how did it come about that anyway? Were it some little German version? Bill or something, what are they called? Uh, I think it was Der Spiegel. Some German thing. Yeah, I think it was Der, Der Spiegel in the uh, newspaper. That, something uh, like that. Yeah. They've got uh, some documents dodgily, haven't they? Yeah, I think it all came from football leagues, didn't it? A few yeah. years back. Yes. Um, who I think their, um, their founder, whatever, whatever you call the person who uh, runs WikiLeaks, is currently in... Um, is he going through courts at the moment? What, Assange? No. Watch that. <laughs> football Leagues. Did I say WikiLeaks? He said WikiLeaks, yeah. Okay. I do not support WikiLeaks in any way. I meant Football Leaks. Um, I'm pretty sure their um, founder is currently going through courts. Is it yeah, this week? Next week? So why has it took that, though, to to like find out that City have done that? Why is it taking leaks when UEFA have obviously not looked at it properly? I think, well, the reason the, Euro, the City have got the, the fine, the only reason they got anything done is because they were found to be not be helping UEFA. Right. They were basically hiding information from UEFA. Cass have said that the information held didn't, wasn't a problem, but they didn't held back the information. Um, they, they, they have banned people. I think Milan had a ban a year or two ago. PSG have been fined a lot. Yeah. This was just a, big, a current big club, the first sort of current big club and bottomless pockets team to get to get sort of match rate uh, I, remember, I remember when we first got broke we were set, we were at Nuttall's house on a, fri- on a Friday night whatever it got broke and we all said at time didn't we that it's going to get overturned we, there were no questions really with them at all no there weren't well look at they've done it with PSG two three times what uh, like that? Uh, they've, they've banned them from Europe before or apparently banned them from Europe but they've always they've always overturned it and got them back in at the end of the day, the competition needs the big clubs as much as the big clubs need the competition. So uh, it doesn't suit anybody from to not be playing it. Yeah, uh, the, the one thing to point out from their point of view is, and we all agree as well, they would rather see Man City yeah. in the Champions League than Sheffield United. Let's, yeah. let's be completely clear. <laughs> no one's looking forward to playing Sheffield United Champions League no. next season, but every team in Europe wants to play mm. City. Yeah, no, they do definitely. Uh, and they won a weekend uh, away from actual, you know, financial stuff. They beat Brighton five nil. Uh, one last three, three out of last four. They've come back from really, really, really well. Uh, this was, like I said, this is unless they go on to win the Champions League this year, this will be their biggest win of the season, which sounds crazy. Um, do we all support the idea of financial fair play? I'll start with a non-Wednesday fan first, because you know, Odie. Um, well, when idea it to stop clubs. Going bankrupt and basically, and, that and we've seen more clubs go bankrupt yeah. since recently. Yes, yeah. so it's it's clearly not 
ideas good behind it, mm. but it's it's not working effectively, is it? Clearly not. You ain't, I saw something today, you ever think it's working really well, the interview with mm. that new guy who thinks that clubs now are run much better than they used to be. There's that many loopholes. to me. Like, like I say, no, there's that many loopholes. If yeah. you got, you're paying right people to, to get you out in it, you will get out in it. So, mm. why, why are clubs going to... Most well, most clubs anyway, why are they going to bother? Mm. The, the, the idea of bringing it in was to protect clubs. and I don't think anyone would ever disagree with bringing yeah. something that protects clubs. But I think there's better ways of doing it. There's so many ways around that. That and then it's something like an NFL style salary ta- uh, cap mm. would do with a job so much better. Um, you set the uh, cap ridiculously high in mm. England, uh, particularly in Premier League, but now maybe in Championship, when you're seeing teams like Wednesday paying £40,000 a week yeah. to players, and other teams like Sunderland, where they're playing £70,000 a mm. week to players, that there is an argument to bring it in those in those leagues, particularly as you go further down as well. Mm. Um, you can always adjust the salary cap, adjust it for inflation, you can adjust it as season goes on. If you've got bigger teams in that division, yeah. you can adjust it uh, with the agreement of everyone in that league. Um, but yeah, you know, if you went to the championship and put a, say, £35,000 a week salary cap in championship, most people are happy with that. The problem is, though, then you're going to see championship probably fall even further behind Premier League. That's going to happen anywhere. There's never going to be enough money in Championship to compete with Premier League. The only way for clubs to compete is either Premier League 2 or... Which is probably a future Wayne's word. That, it is. <laughs> it's, it's one I'm saving for August when there's a close season. All right. Um, or um, to change the way that the Championship is distributed worldwide mm. into some sort of Netflix-style system. Sorry, that is another... Future wins. Like, Steal from Simon Jordan that one. Yeah. Uh, any last words on on the on the band at all? Anything else you want to add on that bit? Well, I think it, the idea behind financial fair play was all right. I've always disliked it because when we were skinned, they didn't have anything like that to help with level play, level playing field. As soon as we got an owner with money, they, this got put in. So yeah. it 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 went against us on both sides of the coin anyway, which is, which is why part of the reason I didn't like it. But it, it, it doesn't work in isolation because the teams coming down have massive parachute payments mm. and therefore a massive advantage of everybody else in that, in, in championship particularly. They have, a, they have a massive advantage because they've, by virtue of the fact they played in Premier League, got an extra 60 million a season or whatever mm. for a few years. Uh, it, so it, it struck me as a way to keep a closed shop Premier League without keeping a closed shop Premier League. That's mm. what, that's what they're trying to do, uh, and that's sad. I don't like. But like I said, it's not it's not protected clubs anyway. So yeah, what's the point? They might as well just do away with it. They're not they're not punishing people. They didn't punish QPR really. I know they got a fine, but what? Oh, you're spending too much. So I will tell you what, we'll fine you. You can spend a bit more. Yeah. It don't make sense, does it? No. What happened with Reading? Didn't they get told that they couldn't sign players or something, and then and then they just went out? Oh, Birmingham. Birmingham. Nine points. It was Birmingham. That they, yeah, they did. Yeah. But they're in trouble for it again, aren't they? Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Um, yeah. But it was like Villa and Villa and Bournemouth both breached it when they went up, but they went up, yeah. so they didn't get done. Are they going to get done if they come down this year? I bet. I bet you neither of them do. They're supposed to, aren't they? But. 
Well, that happened with QPR years ago, didn't Yeah, it? but it was the fine, wasn't it? It was a 17 20, million fine, yeah, something like that. Um, but the, the problem is you've got so many different rules. You've got UEFA for fair financial fair play, you've got the Premier League financial fair play and the Football League financial fair play. So you've got three different systems for clubs that are relatively close to each other. It's, there just needs to be one sort of thing which everybody abides by, which is never going to happen. That's an ideal world type thing, but... Um, yeah, we'll move on because it's boring that bit yeah we've really <laughs> raped that topic yeah we've completely ruined it yeah well and good luck in the editing like so <laughs> as people listen in the past they'll probably know there's not much editing going on <laughs> apart from descent and all every so often <laughs> uh, moving on to actual football the biggest game of the weekend was the north london derby um which spurs ended up winning 2-1 uh, Arsenal went ahead with a fantastic goal from Lacazette and then Arsenal it up with uh, David Luiz and Mustafi or I can't, I can't move past ball like Luiz but anyway um, it shows and you win you don't really want to have this thing because you think it's nothing game but it's a sign of the times of how bad they were yesterday yeah it, it just goes to show that you, you know, Arsenal are no longer a top four team and mm. Tottenham keep playing like they do they ain't going to be there either no Um that's a good thing it opens it up to other teams the bad side is that it opens it up to Sheffield United <laughs> um, but it, I watched quite a lot of the game and just I found myself drifting in and out mm. of it because it is a North London derby but it's oh, it's a nothing derby now it's literally there's no excitement to that derby at all and I can say that because we're Northern Monkeys and we're just taking the mick out of Southern so it's fine <laughs> but it's I, I, I wasn't drawn to it no Lacazette's goal brilliant mm. goal and then with so within a minute, what, two minutes, two and two, yeah, two and a couple bit minutes, really quickly, like that, yeah. um, they just reverted back to type. So I just I don't want to have him again to Europe, which is probably not good. <laughs> Tottenham almost certainly won't. Arsenal looks like they probably won't either. Mm. Um, just because I, I don't want to see that stuff again out next season. I, it's bad enough having to watch teams like Sheffield and that and it, but can't we just ban most of the teams from Europe? There's so many bad teams in there that I don't want to see in there next season. You could just not watch it. Yeah, but I'm kind of forced to. Oh, if you say so. <laughs> uh, Nuttall, what do you think? I say it is. Well, this, go on. We, we, we spoke about Arsenal, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago, and we, mm. we, they basically put on display yesterday exactly what we say about them. Yeah. Uh, they played all right. They were a better side, to be honest, in game. Uh, good goal from Lacazette, but they just capitulate defensively again I mean but both goals <laughs> the first one particularly obviously with mm. back pass but second one it was so, it was so poor defensively yeah they had uh, uh, Tierney but that's just where didn't they marking out Alderweireld and he's only about 5 foot <laughs> yeah, yeah. little Scottish guy marking yeah exactly <laughs> I know they picked it out on match at day didn't they that Louise has stood there marking nobody and they've got Tierney on probably the biggest threat in mm. box for Tottenham mm. It was just typical Arsenal. Uh, but like I said, Tottenham don't look very good either. No. Uh, I think most people predicted this had happened when Mourinho came in because I think Daniel Levy's seen Mourinho, he's, seen, he's a serial winner, he goes places, he gets trophies, but he doesn't do it in the style that Tottenham play. No. And they've played for years and they don't have the players to play the style that Mourinho wants to play. So, They've, they've got a decent base there, but for Mourinho to be successful, he's going to have to rip that apart. And it seems like a ridiculous decision, to be honest, from Levy. Mm. Uh, what, uh, 
Mourinho will be there though if if he'd not been promised uh, funds. No, to, I would have thought so. To, to think so, they must they must have some planned. You'd assume so. Mourinho only follows money, doesn't he? Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if Mourinho only went there because they were getting that documentary on Amazon made about him. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, he's, he's, he's on a bit of a downward spiral, so is he, is he taking it? Because they are a big club, Tottenham, and they have been up at top end of Premier mm. League for a few years. Has he taken it because he's got to try and turn his reputation round somewhere uh, before nobody wants to take him on anymore? Because he's not got many more big clubs left in him with the way, the way he's going, I don't think. Fair point, it could be his last big job in football like, if he doesn't turn it around. Oh, where else has he got to go? You, you, he's not going to go back to Chelsea a third time. You would, Real Madrid, maybe, because they like taking back old managers who have been so successful. But he, the problem with Mourinho is he always leaves on bad terms. Like, there's no, like Man U and places like that, going back a long time, Barcelona. He always leaves upsetting somebody and himself. He'll end up back at Porto. Probably. He's always yeah, win another Champions League with him. <laughs> he's always said he wants to manage Portugal, hasn't he? So I think that's probably possibly where they'll end up. I think that's the only option left, international management. But they've, been, they've, been, they've been successful. Won Euros last mm-hmm. time, had not they? So, um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, it, was a horrend- it was a poor game from two poor teams. Um, and Wayne doesn't want either of, them to be su- either of them to be successful ever again, is that right? That's true. Okay, cool. I'm just saying that Arsenal defence, Tony Adams... If he, wherever he is, probably in a don't know, drug rehab clinic somewhere, <laughs> doing his thriller dance. He's watching that and he's absolutely fuming with defending. Yeah. Nigel Winterburn would be turning in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on. Um, the Liverpool slipped up again home to Burnley, 1 1 draw against Burnley. They now need to win all three games if they are to beat City's record. They've slipped off since they won league. Uh, Odie, three games to win. Who have they got? Uh, you're asking me to do research and I have not yeah, done that. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, think I think they've still got Chelsea. I think they've still got Chelsea in the last three. Oh. Yeah, I think Chelsea. Yeah, they've got Chelsea at home because that's when they're getting trophy. Right. Next, mid, next midweek or something. Right, so. Yeah. Um, Arsenal away, Chelsea at home, Newcastle away. Mm. No, I don't think they'll do it. You don't think? No. No, I think Chelsea and even even Arsenal after. They're just they're just so inconsistent, aren't they? Mm. You could just see them going and beating them. Yeah, you could. But then also you could see them losing five six nil and all. It always tends to be a good game, Arsenal Liverpool. The past few years, there's been some three threes and four threes and uh, Arshavin. Yeah, Arshavin. Yeah. Wow. That's a serious <laughs> blast from the past. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the only time he ever turned up for Arsenal. Yeah, he got four. Yeah, but he only turned up that one game. <laughs> That's true. Um, Burnley were quite good. Uh, Nick Pope had an outstanding game. He yeah. pulled up some great saves. Uh, we talk about goalkeepers, obviously, Gay Henderson. Nuttall, where do you rate Pope in all the goalkeeping chat? Uh, well, he were above De Gea in stats, weren't he? He was, yeah. I remember. <laughs> uh, no, he's a, he's, a decent, he's a decent keeper. Uh, he's, for Burnley, I don't think they're going to get much better than him, to be honest with you. Uh, it's certainly be an England squad for next year I thought you think he'll challenge for number one I'm not sure he will I'm sure, I think he might have to settle for two but well I don't know I don't know there's not that much to pick between three I suppose no England so but I don't I don't personally think he'll get number one shirt no but he's he's a good keeper 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's a chance of a Golden Glove. Him and Allison are the two main contenders for Golden Glove, which is for a Burnley keeper is ridiculous. Shows uh, Dyche is clearly a very, very good job there. He's a, it's kind of an understated keeper. He's never going to grab headlines, but he's actually really good. Hmm. Um, which sums up Burnley. That's that's, yeah. that's Burnley from one to eleven. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I think he could be England's number one. It's not, it all depends on what happens with Henderson, mm. whether he goes back out and says at United, just spends what happens with him next season. But if we went into Euros next summer, we mean goal, I would not, I wouldn't be worried. Yeah. I'd be quite comfortable, probably mm. more comfortable than I were with Pickford in goal. To be honest, yeah, I really like him. I think he's just a, he's got a cool head on him. You don't mm. really ever see him making a, any mistake. No. Um, it's like he's young and he's learning. He's, he's probably almost peak age now, anyway. So he's not got much more to learn. You, what he is is what you're probably going to get. Yeah. Which is a pretty solid keeper. When you're pulling a face, if you could question that. No, I had Pepsi in my mouth. Okay. And it kind of stuck it back in my throat. But fantastic. Yeah, thank you for that. So Again, I, as I've said on many of these episodes, this is just my normal face. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason we don't listen as a vodcast. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, so saying the Champions League places, Sheffield United battered Chelsea. 3-0. I mean, they only like 20% possession, but they still, you know, still did them. Uh, McGoldrick got his first first Premier League goals twice, as as tends to happen, Slank, as Slanky did last night as well, didn't he? Got his first two goals uh, in one game. Um, so Sheffield United picked up. They've had a really, really slow start after after the restart. Odd. They're not going to make Champions League, I don't think, especially fifth not being Champions League. No. Feel no, confident they'll make uh, Europa League? Um, well, they have a good chance, yeah. They've, uh, they said they're, they're probably picking up. If they are going to pick up, they're picking up at right time, aren't mm. they? Uh, yeah, they, they look, they look uh, miles more of it than Chelsea did, mm. against Chelsea. Um, you, you could see it, couldn't you? You could see them get getting Europa. They were back to Sheffield United, weren't they? They were back to their normal yeah. self of being hard working and solid. Yeah, which is what's done it firm for the last three years, four years. Yeah. Um, just to be clear, is it fifth? Is it sixth or seventh place that's Europa League this year? It will be. Uh, it be fifth, sixth, and seventh. But seventh dependent FA Cup. Yeah, that's um, it, in that situation. I could probably see them finishing six, seven. Yeah. Um, I don't think five. I think that's pretty much set for Leicester, actually. <laughs> yeah, we'll come on to them in a minute. We'll come yeah. On to that one. <laughs> um, don't want them to finish seventh. I prefer to finish eight. In fact, I prefer to finish eighteenth, but that's not going to happen. Um, Try and be unbiased, Wayne. Come on. I'm a Wednesday fan. Why would I be? Why would I be unbiased about Sheffield? You could try. Okay. Um, the city that they're playing is quite nice. I have it at Shittle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, trying to be unbiased for a second. They played well. It was good attacking football. Back to the centre offs, overloading again. Mm. Um, which I think a team managed by Lampard would have researched, but they didn't seem to. They didn't seem to do anything about it. Mm. And we do research too. Odin, <laughs> <laughs> you're about to get promoted. No. Get over it. No. He's got, you've, got to let, you've got to let the pass be, no, right? What a wanker, Frank Lampard. <laughs> oh, Stop spying on his journeying ground. No, right. we'll, we'll spy on him. We'll spy where we won't win. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to Chelsea, we talked about Sheffield. Nuttall, Chelsea sitting in third at the minute, but they're only two points clear of fifth. And Manu play tonight, play on Monday night at Southampton. 
Um, do you think well, Chelsea? You've done, me, you've done me there because I was just gonna have a little bit of a talk about Sheffield United. Um, go, go on, then, yeah, unbiased to go on. Let's welcome Unbelievably. That. Well, I didn't actually see games. Can't really comment on it other than goals. I've watched uh, match at day, but you obviously don't get a true uh, reflection of what's happened. But uh, they make me sick, to be honest with you, because they've got <laughs> David McGoldrick. David McGoldrick, first two Premier League goals. We had him in League One. They couldn't get a game over Gary Medine and Ryan Lowe because they were crap. And then, because Trips which does all right, gets released. Has he playing? And I know he's only scored two, but has he? How is he playing and scoring in Premier League? It's ridiculous. When does the unbiased part start? <laughs> well, this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to it. Okay. I've got to say, and, and I've got to say, I will say it through gritted teeth. Wilder went in there and he took over a team and let's not forget these were they were an established League One team at the time they'd not just mm. been there for a year or two they'd been there for five years he, he, he took over them for six he built a team full of League One players or people that had been about in League One uh, and and knew what that league were about get them up through League One I would, they're all still playing and they're in fucking Europa League I don't, I don't understand it how is it happening? Uh, and, th- and this and this and this hurts the most actually to say. I enjoy watching them. The, the, <laughs> the style of play. I wish I wish we played like like they do. The the they always they don't, don't have a lot of ball or they don't make a point of having all ball. But they always look like scoring when they go forward. They get they're not direct in putting putting long balls, but they get the ball forward quickly. Uh, and that's all you want from a team: get forward and get attacking, and and they do. Uh, and regardless of where they finish in league, whether they make Europa League, whether they don't, I think they will make Europa League. It's been a phenomenal few years for them, hasn't it? Uh, they're actually joining Yorkshire's truly elite clubs now, having played in Europe. Uh, but obviously, they, they won't quite catch up most decorated club in uh, Yorkshire yet because we know that's uh, safe for some time I think have you been in Champions League? I, I, I was just about to ask you to tell us about your European adventures I was uh, Spora Luxembourg <laughs> Kaiser we beat him 8-1 at Hillsborough and then we went out in second round actually we would have made Europe yeah Liverpool did Hazel and all things we didn't get in because of Liverpool Okay. Yeah. Oh, Ninety-two. Ninety-two. Yeah. Ninety-two. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, we're back for a fair few years, weren't we? Yeah, okay. Uh, the only the only other comment on them is next year they might. Be, I, I I won't write them off again next year. To be honest with you, I know a lot of clubs have second se- se- uh, season syndrome, uh, but I wrote them off when they came up to championship. Good. And I wrote them off whether they came up this year, so I I can't do it again. The Longer term, the only thing I'll say is Wilder doesn't seem to buy very well. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody, yeah. nobody's bought has worked really, other yeah. than Moussa. Uh, and there will come a time where it's got to because the mm. squad ain't going to go on forever, is it? So yeah. hopefully that's when they start to decline again. Yeah. And last Champions League European team to talk about is Leicester, um, who were looking really, really comfortable last night. Up until when Casper um, Schmeichel decided to kick the ball at his own defender. Um, well, I'll start on this one because uh, obviously Casper's one of the people that I've been um, championing in front of De Gea. So I don't want to 
called all the gays' mistakes out and then not called Shamichael's mistakes out. Uh, the one thing I will say is he came on for an interview last night and took full blame for defeat and apologised to fans for it in the game. What else do you want from him? No, he I did, suppose. He fucked up and he put his hands up and said he did. Yeah, I suppose, Ode, you're... Uh, obviously, I had Casper for a few years. Yeah. Uh, he did good for a mistake, didn't he? Yeah, well, no, he didn't really make mistakes at Leeds. The the problem at Leeds was he had a fucking awful defence in front of him. And I think we that season we we conceded more than... I think it might have been most in Championship uh, when we finished mid-table. But, yeah, he, he, he showed flashes of what he could do at times, but... Yeah, he, how old is he now? Thirty in his thirties, isn't he? Got to be, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you don't really see them them kind of errors usually, do you? From no, it's one of it's, it was one of them keepers. That it doesn't often make errors, but when he make errors, the really really bad ones, and that were just a silly. And it cost him the game, which I like, quite a lot. Apologises, he acknowledges it, but they they're in trouble because they've not found their form since they come back. They've had maybe I think one maybe one win, a draw maybe. Um, they, if they want a Champions League place, they've got to find some form from somewhere. And I think got like Chelsea last day. Still season. in, yeah, it's still in their hands. They've still got, yeah, still got to play, haven't they? A few teams around them. So, mm. yeah. Well, Bournemouth brings them to the bottom of the league. Um, everybody won except Norwich, obviously. We'll come on to them in a minute. But uh, Watford won, Bournemouth won, Villa won, um, and West Ham. West Ham won. So. As much as they're all really happy that they all won, they would, I'm sure they would have all loved it if somebody else hadn't have won. Um, Watford won 2-0. Uh, 2-1, sorry, they came up behind against Newcastle. There were some penalty decisions in that game. Um, but, yeah, I'm not surprised Watford. Nigel Pearson, always a decent manager at pulling people up. And when, when Leicester were down there, he managed to pull them through. Um, Odie, out of those four, so there's two from four, isn't there? There's Watford, West Ham, Villa and Bournemouth, with Villa, Villa and Bournemouth. Three or four points adrift. Mm. Would you say Villa and Bournemouth are still the ones to go down? Yeah. Um, no, they've had, had that big win last night, but Bournemouth. Yeah, they, I can't see them catching them. Who's fourth bottom? West Ham, I think. West Ham. Uh, Watford are fourth bottom. No, it's it's same for the fourth bottom, yeah. Yeah, uh, stop, stop as it is. Yeah. Um, the, the bad thing is West Ham and West um, West Ham and Watford do play each other. Mm. It's the only for one of them to not win, or at least one of them to not win. Um, West Ham have got Villa as well, though. Is that last day of season? So, they, they, yeah, I know yeah. they've got they've got Watford and Villa still to play West Ham. So, and I think they are the best of those down there. Yeah, uh, I think they'll probably pick up two wins there. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Looking at the fixtures, Wednesday night, Bournemouth away, Man City. No, yeah, that's that's pretty much curtains for them. Uh, it were curtains if they did not turn that round yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I agree. they were six points adrift. If they had not done that yesterday, they, they were gone, Bournemouth. So good job they had Casper on side. <laughs> Thursday night though, Villa away, at Everton. Yeah, Everton potentially So yeah, go on, Everton. Uh, and then it's Saturday, is it? West Ham yeah. Watford. Yeah, big the, game, uh, huge game. Every couple next week. Friday, uh, Friday, sorry. Yeah, West Ham Watford. So we'll have an idea by Saturday morning. Mm. But um, yeah, 
I've, I've been back in West Ham to go down, admittedly, but I can't see it changing now. No. Mm. Uh, in particular on the Villa game, there's two bits of things to talk about on the Villa game. Is one of them Jack Grealish's well, hair? the first one is, we had a complaint from last week that we weren't harsh enough on Jack Grealish. My dad listens and he, he, he really doesn't like him. So this week, after Jack Grealish's antics of throwing himself to the floor... Does anybody want to pile in on Grealish? Yeah, um, on behalf of your dad, Mick, if you, you are listening, I'm sure you will be. Um, I hope Jack Grealish gets alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's that's the start of it. Um, I was going to pick a different disease, I didn't. I held back. <laughs> but um, maybe it's like Solomon. If he loses his hair, he loses his power, and then he'll end up playing for Cheltenham or something like that. Yeah. Like Torres? Yeah. <laughs> Solomon Torres, same thing, basically, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, first of all, ball Jack Grealish. Uh, secondly, after that dive, uh, don't, don't no. tell me, don't anyone. Anyone who wants to reply to this and say that it wasn't a dive, which is probably going to be Wainwright, I'm going to burn your cat alive. That's harsh. I don't harsh, think he's got a cat. Harsh. Okay. He hasn't got a cat. I'm going to get him a cat. I'm going to burn it alive for making ridiculous comments. You're going to have animal activists outside yeah. your house, with yeah. yeah. You don't like guide dogs. You don't like cats. Come on. Let's calm this down. I like guide dogs, though. <laughs> I would like guide dogs to burn Wainwright's cat. It's getting complicated now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Not all anything you want to say on Grealish, the dive in particular, well, which is horrendous. We've said he's um, a person that's easy to dislike, and it's for things like that. It, it's not like it's a one off, is it? No. If, if that were a one off and it, it, it only done it, it were bad enough, even if it were one off, but it's not. He it does it all the time. He's a fucking knobhead. That's all I've got to say on the map, so. Yeah, good. Yeah, well, I, I can't really talk much, can I? Because I was saying. Uh, you were all right last week, so... <laughs> yeah. This is a, where his complaint came from, because you were backing him up. What a complete fucking wanker. Eh? <laughs> Fuck's sake. I think that covers it. Um, the next one... We can't wait to tag him in podcast again next <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, if you do us this, Jack, we're not sorry. To be fair, it will be the least controversial thing that someone's done on social media to a Premier League footballer in the last seven days. Well, Yeah, it that's was, true. Yeah. Um, best we don't no, best not. I think what we'll do is create a different type of argument. The second thing to talk about in the Villa game was VAR ruling out Sacco's goal. Uh, oh, Wayne, you hell. think... I'll that, get ready for this. Yeah, you think because it hit him on effectively his shoulder that it's handball. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is normally in these situations, and well, I think Rui tweeted it anyway, so you yeah. know, find the retweet that I was referring to on this. Normally in these sort of things, situations where it's sort of shoulder arm, it's a face on sort of thing. So it hits the player face on and it's either hit the shoulder or the arm. He's actually hit him side on. It's hit him side on, on the top of the arm, but it's still the arm. And that's why I think it's less controversial than other decisions that are similar to it. Um, it's, it is still controversial, it's still, still a bit harsh, but it is the arm. It's not like he's so moved his how, arm how out. How can you determine that's his arm? It's his sh- shoulder way. Well, exactly, you can't, you can't tell for certain. Do we, do we need a biology lesson here? Because if it had hit his shoulder, it would have gone straight on, it would have popped up and it would have gone at less pace because you can't hit, you can't carry pace hitting your shoulder in that position. When we get into a point where we're discussing where the shoulder starts, then it's not obvious. It's not. It's, it, no. it's used the BIR's words, it's not clear and obvious. You could see his armband. His yeah. armband is on sort of like the muscle there and there were, there were daylight between his armband yeah. and where the ball hit. So... Uh, the old thing about VAR is it's got to be clear and obvious, and that was 
nowhere near clear and obvious. Well, they've had a bad week there. On Thursday night, they, uh, they confirmed all three penalty decisions they made were all wrong. And obviously this one was not clear and obvious when you can argue where it was, but it wasn't clear and obvious to dislike to disagree with the original decision. Yeah, but that's just VAR being VAR. I'm just saying the original the decision was that it shouldn't have stood because I think it was handball. You're a referee, so that's but you're nice. wrong. But you're but you're wrong. So. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Rain, just, just just you're wrong. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. But okay, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the team, first team to get properly relegated this season on the pitch, uh, Norwich. They got battered by Mikel Antonio's West Ham, who scored four goals. Yeah, which when I remember you saying that um, West Ham, uh, West Ham fan, you know, they were clambering onto the the uh, survival hopes on Mikel Antonio, and uh, and they just does that scores four. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to be clear on that one, um, I have been shown up. <laughs> um, but it's only Norwich, and to be fair, I think we could have probably put four past them the way they've been playing. Um, and I, I know we've had uh, former Rotherham United striker Leo, uh, Leo Fortune West send us a voicemail about my uh, clip from last uh, show a few weeks ago, where I said that I don't see West Ham kicking any more points. Um, what? Yeah, you'll see. It was in the group chat. Not all knows what I'm referring to. Ah, uh, yes, I know what you're referring to. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway. Yeah, he's Leo Fortune West basically sent me a, sent us a snippet from when I said that um, West Ham wouldn't basically get any more points. Um, so I do apologise, Leo, if you are listening, which you probably are because you send me send us. Uh, it clearly is. Yeah, I think clearly. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a one-off that one. It's because it's West uh, West Ham playing Norwich and Norwich is shite. Um, so they are Norwich are down now. Um, Nuttall, any thoughts on what they can do to come back? How well they've well how badly they've done this season? Can they come back straight away? Uh, well. I remember him beating City early in the season and uh, everybody were praising him for not changing the style and still going after teams. Uh, but in the end, that's what's probably cost them in it because they've tried to have football teams that they're just not as good as. They haven't tried any other different style of football. They've just gone out there, played and got beat, basically. Uh, I think they will be relatively well-placed to come back, though, because they've got the same side now. They didn't they only signed one player, didn't they, in summer? Mm. Uh, that, that won league last year, so they're probably a bit best placed of the three that go down to come straight back. But so, what's point? What's point going back up if they're not going to have a go at it again? Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. got to, to get somewhere in between, haven't they? And Farker, they well, he, were, he were beat at the beginning of the season, weren't he? He was saying they, they have like ninety-five percent chance of relegation. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Uh, well, I heard him say that on his interview yesterday, and he said. Oh, we were never going to stay up anyway, and it's like, well, I'd be pissed it, off if I were if I were an Norwich fan and him saying that. Yeah. Well, you look at Sheffield United, and, and they've they've not. I know they spent a little bit, but they've not spent masses. Yeah, mm. it's, it's about giving yourself a chance, and when you come out and say you've got ninety five percent chance of going down, you just you you're effectively accepted defeat. Yeah. Which yeah. is it's all right. It's all right saying yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be, you know we might we might struggle, but we're going to, we're going to do as best. Mm. You don't say we're probably going to go down. And you give your players an excuse and all. Yeah, exactly. Like saying that. Yeah, it happens though. Teams have come up in the past. Look at Blackpool's a good example. They came up and didn't change the way they played and surprised everybody to start with. But in the end, they got sort of found out and 
com- relatively comfortably relegated. It happens quite a lot with promoted teams. Most of the teams that do that and do win the fan bases because of it are yeah. very soon relegated because mm. they, they don't have the ability to keep out of those top teams. Yeah. It's always good with Blackpool, watching them, win, mm. watching them lose 6-4 quite yeah. a lot, but it's not sustainable at Premier League. I don't think it ever will be, unfortunately. No, I think it'll stick with Farker. I hope they stick with Farker um, for a number of reasons, but I think they will. Uh, when they come back up on it, I don't know, but they, they, they're as well set as anybody else. If, if Villa come down, for example, they're going to have to change their squad a lot. Bournemouth, probably similar situation. Norwich, other than uh, Campwell, then they might, uh, or they might go. Then they probably keep similar, every similar. On Campwell, Nuttall, you're a ha- our hair expert. Um, girls' hair expert. What, what do we feel like Campwell's hair this weekend? Uh, well, I've only seen a picture of it, so I didn't see it in. But it was the same as Grealish's, basically, weren't it? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Alopecia. I like Campwell as a player as well. I like him as a player, so. It's upset me that. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, so they'll be in the championship next year. Um, one team that probably won't be in the championship next year is uh, Leeds United. We will come towards I'm them last uh, on this one. I'm, I'm leaving now. Um, they pulled <laughs> off a last, well, very well not last minute, but late winner against Swansea on Sunday. Um, Wayne, what's going to happen in it? Oh, it is. There's a man sat two metres away from me grinning <laughs> with his penis out. Honestly, we need to do something about this. I can't. I couldn't stand seeing Leeds back in Premier League. I, 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 it is personal. I'm sorry. It is. I'm <laughs> sick of seeing Strongbow Leeds shirts from the late 90s reappear over the last couple of months. All the people who, uh, who come out of the doldrums saying, "Who's your favourite player?" Oh, definitely, uh, definitely Norman Hunter. And that's all you get out of them. They don't know anything about Leeds from the last 20 years. They've not gone through the pain that you went through, Odin. Yeah, there's been a lot of pain. Um, but it's going to happen. And uh, as I did last year with Shen Chef, you got promoted. I'm just going to have to go off social media for a few weeks. Yeah. Not all how do you feel about the Leeds, Chef United, Yorkshire Derby, Premier League? Make you feel warm I inside? Don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That's it. If, 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 I, if I cared, I'd cry. So I'm just gonna not care. Cool, Odin, have your moment. Yeah, well, it were it were a great result in the end. It were a tight game against Swansea. Um, not not too many chances, but chances we had. Bamford missing a, a very big chance here. Yeah, not um, like Bamford. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, unbelievable when uh, went ball it back at net and Anders. You know, I went for a I went for a journey. Had <laughs> <laughs> a few tears in my eyes. It's starting to feel real now, and uh, hopefully, be. Well, I'd, li- I'd like it to be against Derby. That'd be funny. Yeah, I'd really like that. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I can't I can't see Brentford uh, not winning every one of the last games. So. Yeah. Um, See how we go, but yeah, it was just it were like a defining moment. Mm. All brushes have them. Mm. I mean, just as a as a fan who does go to games, well, I do have, I'm quite happy for you personally that you're getting promoted because you do good at games and you don't walk around in a a grey strongbow top from 1999. I've got a black strongbow top. Doing nice than black ones. How do you feel about celebrating promotion? But not being there to do mm, it, it's tainted. 
it's uh, I'm not saying I'm not as joyed as what I would have been but ah oh, yeah you, you can just you just have to be left into imagination now mm. um, I mean when we got promoted from League One to New that were that were unbelievable that day and yeah it's it's kind of kind of tainted and yeah. not saying but it's Disappointing. When, when we when we got asked when we got promoted, obviously through points per game, I said it was bittersweet because mm. you want you want to get promoted, but just it's you're not there. It's not the same, is it? Yeah, yeah. You, you just have to sit at home and have a wank code. Yeah. Well, well, do don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All you could do is you could go into the streets of Beeston in Leeds. Yeah. Well, I, I and think go and meet up with some women over there and celebrate however the way you feel is uh, appropriate. <laughs> uh, I think that a lot of Hotels in Leeds have been fully booked now, so, yeah. uh, so I'm guessing there will be a, a do. A do, yeah. Um, but yeah, not not saying, but like, yeah, a bit sweet. Socially distance open top bus parade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we'll we'll do a proper bit on it when uh, as and when it does happen, um, because obviously. Yeah, touch wood. I don't want to curse you. It's happening, odd. It's odd. It's happening. It's done. I've I've come to terms with it. All right. Yeah. When the rest of the world come to terms with it, it's time you did. Right. If you had not won on uh, on Sunday, it might have been different. Yeah, if you were three points clear, only three points clear, with form Brentford had been in, I'm full finding form there, I'd be worried. But, yeah. mm. but I can't see it now. Yeah, well, it's a big game and all on uh, West Brom Fulham. West Brom Fulham, yeah. Yeah, it's a big game. Barnsley this game, is that? That's, we're playing five o'clock on Thursday. So you're playing Tuesday and Thursday? No, no. Playing, oh, sorry. Yeah, playing yeah. Thursday and Sunday again. Yeah, okay. it's on telly this one, isn't it? <laughs> Both of them are. What a daft question! I'll lead on telly. Well, on telly yesterday. No, 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 well, on Sunday they were, but they switched it because it when uh, Brentford won and West Brom won on uh, midweek before. Yeah. Uh, a couple. Well, that Wednesday mm. they took it off Sky because they're only allowed so many. Uh, Leeds games on. I'm shocked that the sky have hit the, sky, yeah. the limit for limit for Leeds yeah. games. So so they they put they put us on it. So we ended up playing on Sunday when for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. Shout out to the Leeds Twitter account though. Whoever runs that, <laughs> we tweeted about the a massive surprise about the game against Barnsley being moved to Sky. <laughs> Fair play to it. Yeah. Yeah, but the other other teams in in the all top four won on Saturday or the weekend. Brentford won. Fulham won. Uh, well, and West Brom only drew uh, drew away at Blackburn. Uh, if anybody's going to throw it away, it's going to be going to be West Brom. Uh, well, like I say, oh, do that well, game. It's that big game of midweek, isn't it? And like I said, I can't see Brentford. Can't see Brentford dropping points. I genuinely can see Brentford taking that second spot. They've got Preston on Wednesday, <laughs> so it's, it, all, all four teams play over three days at bit at five o'clock. So you Fulham, West Brom, at West Brom on Tuesday night. Uh, Brentford, Preston, five o'clock on Wednesday night, and then Leeds obviously Thursday night. Um. As well, so yeah, I, I wouldn't be, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see Brentford come and get there. They've been brilliant since restart. They were brilliant just before end as well. Um, the shutdown seems to work absolutely perfect, perfectly for them. Um, and I put my notes. Leads are basically their road. So it's in my notes. It's true. Right. I'll take your word <laughs> for it. The one thing you've got against you is the fact that it's Barnsley, and your record of playing Barnsley is shocking. Mm, I don't think it's too bad at, at home. I know away we, it's really bad. Or it has, has been over the last 10, 15 years. And they put like seven past you at Ellen Road years back. No. So I'm sure they put quite a lot past you. Again, that was Road. Forest. Oh, no, yeah. Forest. Forest beat us 7 3. 
Oh yeah, you rang me on that game, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, we were terrible. Uh, Pre- <laughs> Preston, Preston, we uh, we were four one up at half half oh, time. Was that when you rang me, uh, and John Parkin scored. I think he scored. <laughs> I don't know if it was three or four, but the one six four. Another. Uh, one, one of them games. I was sat at Don Valley watching Rotherham. Sorry, State in League Two. And they ordered ringing me about half past, about ten minutes to full time. I've walked out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good days, Ode. Yeah. Um, moving on to the bottom of the league, uh, everybody, again, similar to the Premier League, everybody sort of picked up points at the weekend. Luton won uh, at Huddersfield. Hull won. No Hull. Charlton, Borough, and Birmingham lost. And Wigan Bars they picked up a point each. And then Birmingham <laughs> lost. Stoke. So when I said everybody <laughs> won, what I meant was. I mean, nobody won. Um, it's your research that gets you these roles, like so. Yeah, it's well, the real dedication <laughs> that you're putting in. Fuck off. <laughs> so nobody won, apart from Luton. Um, so it basically it's become really tight, and Stoke won, obviously, like I just said. I'll get this right eventually. Well, uh, if this, there's this three points in it between um, Luton in 23rd and Middlesbrough in 19th now, in it, uh, and then Barnsley are only a point behind them as well. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's going to throw into doubt a little bit is the, the Wigan thing. But some journalists seem to think they might actually win their appeal. So we'll see. I'd be uh, but I think I, I'd love, I, I'd, I'd love it. True Kevin Keegan style, I'm going to say I'd love it if Huddersfield went down, so all the fans could get up for a Sierra fun bus and fuck off to League One. <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I can't argue with that. They were horrendous against Luton and all. Luton obviously not a very good team, but Huddersfield were awful. It wouldn't surprise me to see them go down. But Charlton picked up a few points after restart. They've fallen back into a pit. Um, on relegation parts, is there any news on Wednesday's potential points deduction? Potential? Potential well, points deduction. I think uh, Derby, Derby's case has started today. As has done, but they've not released outcome of it. Uh, Derby's has started today, so I wonder if they're waiting for end at Derby one as well, just in case. I don't know an appeal or mm. because if if Derby's overruns end of season and they can't give them their points for the same thing, they might not want to give them us this year. I don't know. No, I think that's, that's right. All. Actually, that's all. I think it's probably on the money there. I think they're waiting to see the end of the season and how the points would affect the teams. So they can uh, they can sell the decision a lot easier if Wednesday finish. 10, 11 points above the relegation zone, they can give them a nine point deduction. It has no effect on the league, and you know, everyone's happy, sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, from the EFL's point of view, it makes more sense for them to wait till the end of the season before making a decision. So, it started with the EFL pretending to be big and hard and saying, We're going to put foot down, we're going to make an example out of you. And then it's got to the point where they're saying, I don't really want to, I can't bother it anymore. Can we just shake hands? And Absolutely, yeah. It's pathetic. They are the most pathetic football organisation I can think of. Football again. It's not because I want you to get points up, but it's just the way they run. They somebody put some on Twitter. Man, you, Man City got found guilty in February. Appeal done by where we are now. You got charged a year ago, something like that, didn't you? Uh, we it's, got charged in November, I think, wasn't it? November. I remember. It was a long time. It's, yeah. it's our dedication to research that's really showing us. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it was a while ago. Uh, I think I've got November in mind for some reason. That'll be might be one of the first sort of statements yeah. that came out. It's taken a ridiculous long time, but like I said, it's not. We don't know what's going to happen at the bottom of the league in a minute because they could all finish and then week before, three days before end of the last game of the season, it could all change. 
Um, which would be hilarious, don't get me wrong, we're not involved in it, it's fine. I, I think we'll be fine, to be honest with you. Um, I think they will give us a points deduction, it'll be a smaller points deduction than what people think. Like they were Birmingham last, last year or year before. Yeah. And um, it will not affect promotion or relegation, and that's the way they'll sell it. Um, but I like, the, I like the fact that it's really tight down at the bottom. I still struggling to pick who I think would go down, to be honest with you. I still think Luton and Barnsley, too. Two that will go down, yeah, one and one other. Barnsley Ball on 43, Luton on 44, Hull 45, Charles on 46, Huddersfield and uh, Borough both on 47. I'd say virtue of the fact that teams down there have Stoke and Birmingham on 49, probably okay now. Stoke seem to have found a bit of form, don't they? They beat Barnsley yeah. and then Birmingham. Yeah, so they're, they're probably safe, but I don't know. There's so many teams down at that bottom that I want to see go down, and Barnsley isn't one of them. <laughs> Yeah, we guaranteed six sure. points, isn't it? Guaranteed six <laughs> points. Exactly. You're going to go with easy points, sir. Yeah. And moving on to our final part of the um, is uh, we're going to move abroad for the first time, uh, and we're going to talk about Espanyol being relegated for the first time in 27 years. Just to be clear, Alexi, this is not the first time we've done it abroad. We've covered the Bundesliga a couple of weeks ago. Not in much depth. We, we, how much depth are we going to cover in Espanyol? Yeah? Well, as soon as you're. Espanol fan. I am an Espanol fan. Um, uh, talk about talk about the hard times that your club has fallen upon. Yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure exactly how much you want me to go into this. <laughs> Seeing as I've only been to the ground once. Um, basically, my brother who lives out in Spain got tried to convince him to be a Barcelona fan because that's where the locals supported. And he said, "It's just awkward." So it yeah. So he said, "No, I'm going to go against that. Being an Espanol fan." So I adopted them, um, as well as a beefer. Yeah. Got all the beefer. Um, we're also at playoffs this week as well. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs to get through to, uh, not Serie uh, no, I want to say Serie B then, that's Italian. Um, Liga Adelante, isn't it? Second division in Spain. Segunda, isn't it? Never. Segunda's just second in Spanish, Alexa. So it's the second league. Liga Adelante. Uh, okay, I mean, this is really a boring point to argue on. Let's, let's just edit all this crap out that makes no sense, so we'll go back to what it is. So yeah, I am an Espanyol fan. Um, yeah, I'm an Espanyol fan. Um, first time in 27 years, was yeah. um, Being relegated. Uh, financial issues since moving into their new ground a few years ago. Um, they've not really recovered from that. Getting back into La Liga is never an easy task. Most teams that have gone down haven't really come straight mm. back up. Um, so I think they're going to struggle for a few years um, I definitely can't see them bouncing back and it's, a, it's a big thing that I saw sort of reading the other day that they've only been out of the top flight about three seasons in their entire history so yeah. they're, they're a team that's in there a lot uh, but no more for the season at least, for one season at least yeah it is a shame um, but it does mean I might be able to go and watch Espanyol versus uh, Ibiza next year yeah a torn is... sport Oh, it will be a tough one, actually. <laughs> You're going to come with me and, sub- and watch it, Alexa? Probably not, no. That's a yes, Odin. Um, yes, of, yes from Odin, not all. It's a yes from not no, all no. as well, thank you. No. So that's all four of us are going to go and watch Espanyol versus uh, Uday B for next season. So yeah. Let's be honest, let's be honest. Who gives a shit about bottom of Spanish League? There's only about four teams up, up top that anybody even pays attention to in this country. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a flying fuck about Espanyol. Right, Apart nice. from you, Wayne. So we're, we're, you're alienating all our Spanish listeners now. <laughs> yeah. All our Spanish-speaking yeah. listeners. Everyone in uh, uh, everyone in Spain. Everyone in Chile. 
Why Chile? I'll, why, I'll, why, why, Spanish speaking country, why the fuck would you go straight to Chile? No, no, I'm just the first one that came to mind. We'll go to Peru if you want that instead. All of our I'll listeners going, in Santiago, uh, Chile are going to be disappointed <laughs> that you don't care about them, Lexa. Not all. Our, was, our big was, following's in Africa. We don't, we don't, we don't have to talk to We do. That's true. Yeah. So has anybody else got anything they want to talk about? <laughs> Not all. Any shout-outs you'd like to do this week? <laughs> no. Nothing this week. I can't be paused for that, thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'd, I'd like to touch on something before we go. Because um, you may remember, for people who are listening, last week's show, I mentioned that there's no football league in Liechtenstein. I'll actually claim that they were. And, uh, You're a very petty man. I am a very petty man, but I want to make this very clear. All right. And like I said they were, and then later found out that they weren't, and I was right in what I was saying. So like I said, I'd like to give you this opportunity if you'd like to make an apology. I have written out a statement. Have you really? <laughs> I have really written out a statement, yeah. <laughs> oh, God's sake. So to my friends, acquaintances, and Wayne, on last week's episode of the Northern <laughs> Monkeys Football Show... <laughs> I claim that there was no football league in Liechtenstein directly contradicting an earlier statement by Wayne that in fact teams in Liechtenstein played in Switzerland it was my thought and understanding that any country in the world would have some sort of league organised it's since come to light that Wayne was correct and there is no official football league in Liechtenstein so you can probably imagine my disappointment that a country can be so tin-pot that it cannot organise a football league between the 15 or so amateur teams in the country. I would like to place on record my apologies to Wayne and his entire family that I questioned his judgement and knowledge of Liechtenstein football, and I will not make any further assumptions in future in case that country, club, region turns out to be as useless as Liechtenstein. Right, Lexi, I accept your apology. Um, my auntie has accepted your apology. Uh, my priest hasn't. That's fine, fine, um, that. But that's because he did some unspeakable things to me <laughs> when I was younger. Um, yeah, thank you for being the bigger man, the Alexa. All right. Not all. Would you like to make any apologies? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Not anything regarding David De Gea at all? Why would I do that? Oh, I'm just thinking because you've mentioned a few times that you're not a fan of him and that you know you've uh, you've said things on this show about him being shit, basically. Has that always yeah. been your opinion? I'm assuming you've dragged something about De Gea being good on... No, it hasn't always been my opinion, only over the last two seasons. Ah, correct opinion. decision to change your mind there, OB. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be honest with you, I did do some research. And, um, yeah, basically what I did is I went through Twitter, picked up a couple of key choices, and um, just thought I'd uh, bring a few of them up to talk about your previous com- uh, comments about these players. You're a very petty man. I am a very petty man. Well, let's be honest. When we were talking about the gear, I even only said for the last two years. I said the year before. So, it were up there with one at best. Yeah. David De Gea. So this is a, this is a pathetic argument. <laughs> it's not a pathetic is. argument. <laughs> You're right, road, don't just yeah, sat in yeah, my yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> got popcorn out. <laughs> I'm just going to read a tweet from you, Tom. Give it me. Don't disagree yeah. about De Gea. He's a brilliant keeper. Just keeps making people act like it's never happened to him. So that's you specifically saying that De Gea is a brilliant keeper. And despite yes. the fact that his all-round game is brilliant, that is your comments. <laughs> your exact... Well, I've got it in print. All right? <laughs> what, what year was this? Uh, I don't know. But the point is, it is uh, there. Convenient. Right? That's convenient. I have actually got a saved folder in my phone for all things Nuttall-related. 
I bet you're about 2016, that. It says on it. It says yeah. at the bottom. Um, another one, that's all. Jordan Henderson. Big fan of Jordan Henderson, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming I'm abusing him at this point. Yeah. Again, this has been a fair few years ago. <laughs> so you're referring to her, um, the team. John Joe Shelby, Jordan Henderson, Marvin Sordell, etc. All shire. Quote, <laughs> you say he's shire. You then also go yeah, on to yeah, say but... anyone that doesn't rate Jordan Henderson is wrong. <laughs> Saying that you are, in fact, wrong. Yourself, you're wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Jo- John Joe Shelby and Jordan Henderson are the future of our midfield. God help us. That's a direct tweet from Daniel Nuttall. Well, 50% right. Yeah, John Joe Shelby is dog meat. And just to be clear, after all those comments, people that don't rate Henderson don't understand football. Fact. <laughs> so you don't understand football by your own logic. <laughs> and uh, just, I, was, just I, I was happy to admit I was uh, wrong about Jordan Henderson uh, in probably what were about 2014-15, whenever that was tweeted out. Uh, and finally, um, you made a bet with someone at work, haven't you, that man, you wouldn't finish in the top four? Yeah, they have. What bets? Ooh. I don't know. Who did you say would keep them out of the top four? Leicester. It's looking well, that will be. <laughs> yeah, could happen. could happen. Well. Hey, to be fair, it weren't a bad prediction for pre-season. No. Not all that was October. Well, whenever it were. I actually, I made the bet before the season started, so... <sighs> yeah, so, not all there. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you can see, just to be clear, I've been on uh, lockdown for the last week and you can't tell, can you, really? No. But yeah, so I thought I'd spend that time just to uh, abuse Nuttall. Nuttall, do you have anything you'd like to say in your defence? Yeah, I would, actually, yeah. So there were obviously quite a few years between statements there. Uh, <laughs> you predicted three weeks ago that West Ham would get relegated. <laughs> Still a possibility. You said Brian yeah. would get relegated as well. Still a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we all said that, yeah. So Nuttall's currently going through his phone trying to find some stuff. Nah, but there nah, you go, you give you a chance to uh, recover next week, Obi. There's the problem with you, you is delete, you can't get through your stuff because you've had a purge. You've deleted everything on your social media, yeah. so we can't get through it because there'd have been some very upset people <laughs> in Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can never confirm nor deny. <laughs> Odin, you'll be pleased to know that I don't have any abuse towards you this week. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, 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 next that's, week. that's next week. He's going to wait till next week when you're promoted. It's going to just... Get a load of shit to pull you back down. You will. You not pull, pull me back down next week. I'll tell you that. I'll be sky fucking high. I'll, well, I'll, I'll not know where I am. That's what. That's what will be happening. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all I've got. To be okay, no about. more accusations or comments or you know. Um, better yeah. not. Better I have not. got something to say to our Trinidad and Tobago supporters club on Facebook. I think we should probably leave it there. Okay. Okay. Good. To, good to have you all on board. <laughs> yeah. Thanks everybody that has liked the Facebook page and. And things like that, we've put a shitload on over the past, couple, past week or so. Just a quick mention. Oh, I've got a quick mention, uh, sorry, man. Uh, yeah, quick mention. Uh, oh, sorry, go on, yeah. Jack yeah. Charlton. Uh, yeah. World Cup winner. Uh, record appearance maker for Legion United. Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, 773. Yeah. Uh, he's probably never going to be beaten. No. Nearly 100 goals. Uh, Football League division, first division in 19... 68-69 uh, won promotion to that division as well uh, FA Cup League Cup Charity Shield and two Intercities Fairs Cups uh, they were a club legend no doubt so yeah yeah. I'm just 
before our time, but also my Jura Wednesday did a great spell at late seventies, early eighties where Wednesday turned us around in charge of Boxing Day Massacre, actually, seventy nine against United. So um yeah. No sad to see us there's a, a clip from when um Sir Bobby Charlton won the um lifetime achievement award at mm. uh, Sports Personality a few years ago. And Jack Charlton presented it to him. It's a really touching clip where he says, you know, he's basically saying, that's my brother, he's the best player I've ever had, and it's my brother. And um, Jack had a bad few years, last few years with mm. um, um, illness and that. But, yeah, uh, one of those ones he genuinely upset uh, when you see the news about them. Probably the only only football person in the ever to be liked in England and in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very, very rare that that would happen, to be liked by both countries, but obviously, yeah. It was very successful. What about Clinton both. Morrison? Uh, how many people in England like Clinton Morrison? Me. Love uh, him. So there's one person. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably some amount of people in Ireland that like him as well. Yeah. Just a, a, another quick story uh, that I found. Uh, I think it was Sky Sports time of their lives and mm. uh, Leeds had played Man U in a FA Cup semi-final I think it was at Wembley mm. uh, and Leeds beat them uh, but before game um, I forget who England manager were but he, Jack had been picked for the first time uh, to play for England and uh, so all Leeds players knew mm. apart from from Jack and the way to, to laugh at game he says Don Revy said I, I didn't want you to have your mind elsewhere. Mm. So, so he tells him that, and he he runs out straight into Man United dressing room. They're all all like consoling themselves yeah. and that, and he goes up to Bobby and says, "Bobby, guess what? I, I I've been picked for England." And he, he said he just looked up and went, "Oh, I'm I'm really happy for you." <laughs> 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 yeah, he just, just ran it. Just ran into. It. Man United dressing room after we beat. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point to end it. Uh, so yeah, we will come back next week. Get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, as some people have, Dan Senior's got in touch with us. Let us know his highlights of this weekend. Shockingly, it was Leeds winning. There's a lot of points with yeah. us winning. Though. Yeah, that's a fair point. Dan, thanks for listening. Um, thank you for your abuse towards Wednesday, mate. Yeah. Keep it up. All leads, aren't we? <laughs> also, we're on Instagram now as well. We are on Instagram. We've got some. Uh, some. We put these little videos out there. Um, so we put millions of polls out. Not us put a few out today, and we keep putting them out because there's millions of games, and we put loads of polls out. So get involved in them. Uh, and if you do listen to us, give us a rating. iTunes, Spotify, uh, Acast, whatever. Give us some ratings because uh, I appreciate them. Unless they're not five stars. If you only give us one star, just fuck off. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I don't think that's how ratings work, like I said. I don't think you're it's exactly how ratings work. I don't think you're allowed to tell people not to rate as lower than five stars. As we've already discussed, this is a dictatorship, not a democracy. Kim, Kim do as you're told. Kim John Lack strikes again. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll come back next week when leads are promoted and there may be some relegations to talk about potentially. We'll, we'll see because we'll be a couple more games. So, thank you for joining us, Nuttall, from your secret location. Thank you. Okay. Even though you censor everything I say. I don't know what you're talking about. I think that's for the best. <laughs> it's, for every, it's for everybody's welfare, including yours. <laughs> and thank you very much, Rain, for all your pettiness this week. It's been lovely. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll tone it down going forward, but I, need to, get that off, it down. I need to get that off my chest. <laughs> it's been about 15 years.
I don't see it turning down. <laughs> we spent too much time together. <laughs> and Odin, we'll speak to you next week when you support a Premier League club, probably. Yeah, fingers crossed. And uh, I'll drive next week, Odin, she'll still be drunk. They will 1 million percent still be drunk. So, cheers, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>